0: Welcome to the Gaming Trend Podcast, the official podcast of GamingTrend.com. My name is Anthony Shelton, and I am joined by David Burdett. What's up, guys? And Ron Burke. Hey, how's it going? In this podcast, we talk to you about the biggest games of the week, at least the ones we could get our hands on, what we should have been playing a long time ago, in our backlogs and games you absolutely need to play. This week, we got quite a few games to talk about some we mentioned a little bit uh two episodes ago, but we got more in depth of those. So uh every game that we talk about is time-stamped, so you will be able to go straight to the game that you want to hear about in the YouTube description or whatever podcast app you are using. So look out for that. Otherwise, you can listen to the whole thing. So the biggest game this week is one that is coming out very soon, and our the man, the editor in chief. <laughs> got to review it himself so ron let's talk about two-point campus
1: so two-point campus uh the two-point series has been kind of a favorite of mine for a long time um you know i know the guys all the way back from their their uh mucky foot and uh bullfrog days so uh you know that's the team that put together uh theme hospital back in the day so this is really their first uh you know, two point hospital was really theme hospital rebooted and two point campus is really their, their first evolution on a, a new idea. So it has a lot of the same stuff from two point campus or some from two point hospital, but just completely evolved in new ways. So for instance, um, one of the biggest complaints that I had with two point hospital and a lot of people did was, you know, you're kind of stuck with these pre uh, buildings, you know, you're stuck with this odd shaped uh, building over here and another odd-shaped building over there, and you can't really reconfigure them easily, so they really spend a lot of time uh, remaking all of the controls. So any building can be constructed any way you want on the campus. And you usually start with kind of a main building, but after that it's kind of drag and drop how you want to to build a new uh, building of any kind. So uh, to give you an example, uh, my students, uh, these are college students, so they're gross and uh they were stinking up the place and it was too far to walk to the to the uh showers, so they just weren't going. So <laughs> I just took uh took it upon myself to build a uh a giant shower facility in the middle of the uh the entire campus. And uh so that was like the central co-ed shower thing, uh, all sorts of shenanigans uh going on in that place. So uh, you know, but- just however you want to configure it is pretty cool. Um and then the other big change is that Uh, with two-point camp or two-point hospital you kind of had to love the one you're with so you know the i'm sorry uh you could kind of throw people out so you you had these people come in with these weird diseases and you know you'd you'd solve their problem you'd bill them and you'd send them on their way so two-point campus kind of spins that on its head these are all students that you're trying to keep for their full education so you can fleece them for as much money as possible so uh (laughs) You know you gotta you you can't just bring them in and you know bill them for a year and kick them out that's not really gonna get you very far in the game so you've got to you know got to decorate everything and then you got to train the staff so they're actually competent so they'll stick around for the next year yeah Uh, and you have to invest in the classes and make them better get new equipment you know like your robotics lab you know starts off with a basic robotics lab but you're gonna want 3d printers and you're gonna want stuff that's attractive to new students Um, same thing, the VR lab, you know, you get different VR stuff that you can put in the space. Um, so there's, you know, a whole bunch of different professions that you can unlock and, and train your students in. And I I don't know, it's just, they really touched every aspect of two point hospital and just made it better. So I loved it. I, I absolutely loved it. My reviews live. So you can check that out now if you want.
0: It sounds like an authentic college experience. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah you can control the uh the amount of money you fleece your students for too including like you know uh how much their tuition is or uh you know how much uh how many uh soda machines you put around so you can generate money that way there's a whole bunch of ways that you can wring every dime out of those students it's good stuff the, the thing about the it experience yeah <laughs> the thing about At it some too... point you probably educate them too <laughs>
0: yep, probably <laughs> probably I, I would imagine
1: no guarantees
0: That's that's exactly how college is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. No, absolutely not. Um, I, I feel like uh, the the dorm experience when you were talking about that and the the showers and stuff. I mean, it is amazing how much people don't want to take showers. I mean, We've all been. We smell yourself. All all of us here have been to E3, and you would be surprised at how many people do not want, or or maybe not even want, but don't take showers. Yeah. While and they and they walk these floors, and yeah, you smell stuff as you walk by people, and you're like, "Yep, "Yep, you're one of those." You you were the person who did not, and it's the same thing in college. But is there any mimicking of the dis? Of the disgust, because I know when I was in college, I made sure that I wore sandals or you know whatever when I went into the showers. Because I'm like, I don't know what I don't know what these people be what they be doing in these co-ed no, showers they, and stuff.
1: They do the Sims thing where they spin around and you know then it's like a you know the pixelated thing and then they yeah. you can't <laughs> split them up though. You can either make them co-ed or you can say you know this is oh. a guy's dorm room or this is a girl's dorm room. This is a guy's shower. This is a girl's shower. So you can. You can split up is your there, students that way. Is there
0: a difference that happens? Like, is there more like weird stuff that happens with a co-ed or is there different stuff that happens if you have single I
1: seen any of that, but uh, you do have to, uh, you know, another part of the college experience, you try and make these people con- form connections because it makes them happier and it makes them want to go to school. So you got to put out, you know, you can put out a regular chair for them to sit in, or you can put a chair that has little hearts on it and then people will sit on it and they'll get close together uh-huh. and, so, oh, you know, form relationships. So and that kind cute. Of stuff. Now,
2: do so, you yeah. have to break up fraternizations in those co-ed dorms?
1: No, but, you know, sky's the limit with DLC, right? So who knows?
0: Ha, <laughs> 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 that's very true. Uh, you you, you want just... to say this,
1: though. It's, it's not going to show on camera well, but it does run well on the Steam Deck. Um, it sits at 60 frames per second. It's unshakable. It doesn't matter what you throw on the screen. It can be completely packed, and it still runs flawlessly.
0: I imagine, I mean, it works pretty well with a gamepad, so, I mean, control-wise, it's not that difficult with the Steam Deck.
1: Yeah, so this is their first time that they're releasing on all uh, platforms at the same time and PC. On the previous game, it was PC, and then it was a really long time, and then it was consoles. So this is their first time doing it all at once.
0: Now, you mentioned at the beginning that the controls were improved, so... Yeah. Yeah. Was that most improvement for the consoles, or was that partially PC also?
1: pc also um there's a lot of controls like okay uh, a good example is in theme hospital when you want to reconfigure a hospital room you have to kick everybody out of it and then you get the editor and you can go poke around and stuff but you can't really restructure the room you can put new stuff in it you take stuff out this one you can make templates and i mean you're you're gonna make 10 different dorm rooms right if you don't want to do that 10 times you can make one and say now that's a template and all dorm rooms are this dorm room stamp 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 now i got five more of them You know. Um, so that kind of, there's that kind of stuff that lets you do repetitive tasks quicker, but you can also just grab a room while people are in it and go, I want to put this thing in here. I want to move this chair. I'm going to do, you know, can adjust that stuff on the fly. So it doesn't disrupt the the flow of the game and it doesn't have people get upset because you know, they can't study or whatever. They have to get up and leave. So now they can continue to study as long as you're not messing with the chair they're in. So yeah, there's a lot of little kind of quality of life stuff like that.
0: Fascinating. You
1: found any fun bugs yet? um fun bugs Hmm. i haven't seen any really egregious bugs i mean it's been kind of just some just some little stuff like uh i've run into some issues where you know i have to get my student body to get above a b plus average and just like no matter what i do i cannot seem to get that to happen i literally were like okay well you're expelled because you have you have an f and you're expelled because you have a d and i'm sending them sounds like it's working
0: as intended
1: yeah maybe <laughs> i'm sending them all to tutors and it just i can't get it above there and then there's some weirdness with um the radiators and everybody's always cold if you don't heat the space so Gosh. you know you'll, you'll get this thing where it's like you got to keep it above 75 and all of a sudden they'll start moving around and it'll drop down to 60 and it's like whoa what was that and then <laughs> got back up so there's some weirdness like that but it's not it's nothing bad were there a bunch all
0: of bugs in two-point hospital
1: um, yeah, there were a couple at launch and this is a really small team, um, you know, yeah. they're, they're being published by Sega, but this is like a team of, you know, dozen to dozen and a half people. It looks like a triple A product, but it's really, you know, this is the labor of just some really talented small team.
0: Yeah. I mean, to be fair, sometimes the games with the least bugs come from the smallest teams. So, you know, yeah. I'm not, I'm not really concerned about that. I just, I don't know this game would be full of bugs. Yeah, and
2: no, my my comment awesome. was more on the fun stuff, like where, for instance, like you've got a friend of mine with I think it was Roller Toast, Coaster Tycoon found out he could fling people into his other into another person's park, and yeah. they would die. <laughs> So their the rating would go down on their parks because they died in their park. <laughs> so you know, Wherever it lands. Sometimes, it in, simul- sometimes in simulators you you have some really fun, weird like you said, the they wouldn't walk to the shower. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> no, well that's real to too. At that that fun. That's, that's uh, I, probably working as a coaster games. I've always decided at some point, you know, I think I've had enough of being good now. I'm gonna take the ends off my coasters and fling my coasters directly into the crowd. Yeah, at
0: some point when your park is working too well, you got to spice it up a little bit.
1: Yeah, make your own Godzilla.
0: (laughs) All right, that is Two Point Campus by Two Point Studios and published by Sega. Uh, David, now, you have ventured into the JRPG world, not one that you typically do, not one that Ron also typically does, um, but... You did, and I wish Noah were here, but he is not, but I am, so you played a little Yakuza Like a Dragon because it was part of PlayStation Plus this month.
2: Yes, it so is. So,
0: talk to us about that.
2: Funny enough, I played a ton of Final Fantasy X back in the day, and I love the Kingdom Hearts games. But I've not really touched a lot of that stuff. I've been more on the action basis. Obviously, I play a crap ton of Call of Duty, all these different kind of games and whatnot, and a lot of it's go fast, go fast, go fast. I want to just get this stuff done. I think some of that is just from, you know, having to review so many different things. <laughs> Sometimes you're just trying to progress through everything as fast as you can. Like a dragon, I did not expect... Go, I did not go in with high expectations, mainly not necessarily because of the JRPGness ness of it, but because I remember playing a previous, I don't remember which Yakuza game, I tried, but the only thing I remembered is that it was all in Japanese and I had to read subtitles. And I, oh, not am, subtitle not a, reader. I am not a subtitle you are above reader. Reading. No, I love to read, I just don't <laughs> want to read while playing a video game. Or read while trying to watch a TV show. (laughs) All right, I'm doing this to relax, not to uh, be educated. (laughs) This is not two point campus. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, so I'm I start this. I'm like, okay, let's give this a try. This I know you have spoken very highly of it. I've heard several people speak of just one of it. I mean, it was
0: nominated in one of the uh, (laughs) Game Awards awards. So,
2: yeah. But I start playing it, and I'm not a once again not high expectations or whatnot. First off, I realize this is in English. I don't have to read.
0: No, David, not every JRPG is in <laughs> subtitles. That well, the pro it, section. Didn't have to read.
1: Didn't have to read.
2: <laughs> and the thing is, is I actually love. People don't realize this, especially considering like my feelings towards Yakuza. I really have really enjoyed the Judgment series. Those are really good games but when I heard turn-based that kind of turned me off a little bit because it's just this the the speed that you feel like you're going to be taking with it and whatnot but man once you start getting into that and start just trying to figure out how to go through these different areas and fight back and all this stuff it's not nearly as slow as you feel like it's going to be it, there's there's a nice flow to choosing your attacks trying to choose hey you know do i need to use the the special attack do i need to use an item do i need it, it is kind of just bringing me back to those days when i used to be able to enjoy that but then they've got these other things littering the the gameplay of the turn based where if someone attacks me if i hit the guard button really at the right time i can like deflect a little bit take a little less damage and I even had like one of my people were running over across the arena to go hit somebody that I had knocked down with one of my other party members. And all of a sudden out of nowhere, some dude smacks him and keeps him from being able to do the attack yeah. because of the way all <laughs> of it works. And that, uh-huh. just, that caught me completely off guard. I'm like, what? I, yeah, just, really wasted, dynamic. I just wasted some of my MP using this attack. Yeah. So the dynamic
0: part of it matters, yeah.
2: Yeah, and, and it's... I've already started learning a little bit of some of the systems, when I should guard, when I should do this and stuff, but it's all coming together in this very interesting package. But the thing is, the combat, all of that, that's not even, like, as fun as that is, not even the best part of this game. And it's because... It's this kind of you. You feel like you're living the real life of the the main character Ichiban. You, you feel like you're kind of just live. It's it's almost like the well, it's like a lot of the the different Japanese games are where like Persona and whatnot is kind of one that I think of because you, it's the high school simulator is what a lot of people call it. You're having to live your life while you're playing this game, and that's yeah. kind of what it feels like with him. And you really get connected. They do a really good job. There's I'll put it. I'll say this. There's too much exposition in the front, but I love the exposition in this front. It's mainly when I say that, I mean, I've played for like four hours and I'm still feel like half of what I've played, if not three fourths of what I've played is cutscenes. Yeah. <laughs> but. It sets everything so, up so entertaining. Well to, <laughs> it sets everything up so well to the point that I'm in my film, like kind of like I'm watching a drama unfold as I'm playing this video game, and that has just made it so much fun to mess around with. And then just the fact of like that one of the mission opening missions, you're running through the sewer to get to this one spot, and you're it's literally a mini dungeon. That yeah. you're running through and you're fighting people and stuff, and you're having to think on, oh, should I go ahead and use this item here so that I have enough MP before I run into these guys around the corner and these encounters and all it's just I never expected this game to be as fun as it is, and that's a more of a detriment to me, judging the book by its cover, especially <laughs> given that I really enjoyed the judgment series. And I could have seen, hey, this is kind of where this was leading to. So it, it it's just probably the other thing on top of all of it. It's just. It's the corniest, campiest, cheesy stuff so, you've ever. Like, so it's corny. so nuts that you're just like, OK, this is just like, I don't get why this is happening. But this is funny. And I love, like, it, it, it's so bad, it's good, is kind of the way that it takes itself. It, it, and it, as, I've not run into an instance yet. I've not got to play a lot of it since it just came to plus on Tuesday. But every moment so far of that has just been great, uh, especially his bravado. Ichiban oh, has yeah. this, Ichiban has this confident, nobody I, i'm happy i'm loyal i'm gonna do everything i can to make sure the right thing is done kind of thing and it's not only endearing but it's hilarious just watching him in these situations of dude you need to shut
1: up <laughs> this is not how the world works <laughs> yeah it reminds me of uh of jackie chan's kind of hong kong cinema stuff from the 80s and 90s before he kind of <laughs> made it over to the united states with uh rumble in the bronx it, it reminds me of that kind of that kind of goofy humor and i love it
0: that yeah, ichiban kasuga is so idealistic in all the almost teenage like ways yeah. even to the point where he is likening himself to the hero of dragon warrior and wants to be like that and you're like this is so stupid but it's so <laughs> endearing for some that, reason that's why
2: you love it it's like this is stupid you're right <laughs>
0: It's so dumb because it's like, nobody thinks like this. And this is exactly the kind of stuff you want to engage with because nobody thinks like this. And yet nope. here I am playing a game where somebody wants to be a hero so bad. And what's, what's interesting is people do think like that because you have a lot of people who go, I want to help people when I grow up. And they don't know what that looks like. But that's exactly what Ichiban is, except he's like, I want to be the hero of Dragon War. <laughs> it's like, wait. That's not, that's not the inspiration you should be pulling from, but I guess it's working for you because you're so motivated to do the right thing all the time. Cause you want to be the, the, the good person on whatever, I guess the right side of history, yep. if you want to put it that way.
1: Yeah. It's not and the first hero it, that comes to mind for sure. No, <laughs> but it's, said, uh, yeah. He said something
2: about dragon quest right in the first, like 20 minutes, like about wanting to be like, and I, I just started cracking up. <laughs>
0: it's so ridiculous yep and then the attacks are absolutely ridiculous too i mean you over here throwing pigeons at people and it's doing massive damage it's just oh
2: yeah dude takes a random power nap in the middle of your battle to get more health like yeah what the crap because he's homeless before the detective i had with me before this like well that kind of seemed normal
0: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I don't. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. But I I I I do love it. How far are you in it so far?
2: I'm not very far. I've actually just gotten to the point where I've gotten through the first fight with my home. I've just had the party member added, the homeless guy. So I've had my first fight using him. But (laughs) speaking of that. When someone's added to your party, it even does the whole da, 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 yes. da, and you can't skip it. It literally that close button is grayed out until it's finished with the fanfare boys. So Yes. <laughs> it's fantastic. How much it's like, hey, this is dre. this is Dragon Quest or Final Fantasy, but you're playing as a Yakuza.
0: <laughs> you I need you to fanfare. get to a certain point because there's some references in there oh. that it's just like you, I didn't I don't expect what they're going to throw. And this is my first Yakuza game. So I don't know if they're all like this. If they're not, fine. Whatever. I like this. But the way they vacillate between absolutely bonkers goofiness (laughs) and making references to other video games or movies and also being serious to the point where it's like, Wow, I feel like really bad for you <laughs> type of thing, and it's to me it's flawless like the way he the way this studio does this stuff, I'm like, how do you weave all this stuff together? Hollywood movies struggle with stuff like this, and you're just yep. pulling it off so easily
2: yeah this the plot lines that are going off, like even just in the first couple of hours are just intense to say the least but because of the way it's fed to you i I, i'm just i'm at a loss at how like you can do something this intricate yet make it sound this dumb
0: yes (laughs) like (laughs) the way it can switch it's so fascinating
2: apparently there's a side mission where you find a dude in a bathroom and have he pooped his pants and you've got to go find him more underwear Yeah, that's actually a side mission in this game. Because you're trying to be a
0: hero, you get you gotta do you gotta you gotta help the people. Yeah, in whatever way you can.
2: It's it's great. I'm I'm enjoying it thoroughly, and I can't wait to play more of it. Which it's, I believe David Flynn did our review for it and loved it, and you can check that out of course on Gaming Trend. But it's on PlayStation Plus for free as well as all the other Yakuza games are coming to PlayStation Plus Extra and Premium. And then on the Game Pass side, it's on Game Pass and it's on cloud gaming. So you can play it anywhere via the cloud and all the other Yakuza games are a part of Game Pass right now.
0: Yeah, that's a good game to play on the cloud because it doesn't rely too much on input latency.
2: It kind of works well in the sense of it's this game. It's slow, and it's kind of nice to play something that's slow. That's making me take a as someone who's constantly ego chowing people around corners uh, in Call of Duty. It's kind of nice to just kind of slow down and then just you know beat the crap out of thugs who don't know who I
1: am.
0: See, this is, this right here is the benefit of turn
1: based. This is this is the type of reason why you play. It's it's chill. This you ain't gotta drug so we can get you to play Lost Odyssey, where you can invest 150 hours into a really excellent (laughs) RPG.
0: I don't vouch for that, but you could! You absolutely could! That game's (laughs) amazing. (laughs) You absolutely could. So that's Yakuza Like a Dragon by Ryuga Gotaku Studio, published by Sega. It is everywhere. David mentioned PlayStation Plus. It's it's It'll be everywhere pretty much soon, and yes, it is worth playing. And trust me, David, it only gets better.
2: That's the thing. I'm like, <laughs> if this is already this nuts, I can't imagine how balls to the wall it's about to be.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah the whole package dope. will be to the wall. I'll put it that way. <laughs> so y'all know I am a... Uh, I guess live service competitive nuts so I have been sinking my life into multiverses so if you don't know it's a platform fighter very similar to Super Smash Brothers whatever variant of Smash Brothers you want to bring up that's pretty much it and it is all Warner Brothers based properties except for one character that was uh, created by Player First Games and that character fits right in with all the other Warner Brothers characters. They did a fantastic job making that character, but it is a platform fighter and it is, to me, it is absolutely fantastic. It's, uh, it's so far to me, the best multiplayer game this year. No question about it. The, the online components, the ease of being able to fight people, the rollback net code, all those things work together to create something that is a Fully fleshed, simple to pick up, deep to learn kind of platform fighter. It is, it is exceptional. And for me, like I've said uh, in the past, before we were the, uh, the gaming trend podcast, uh, I would play this over Smash because of the better online. Now, I will say, since it's entered open beta, the... Online has suffered a little bit because you got a lot of console players playing on Wi-Fi. You have a lot of a lot of more variables are happening, but for the most part, it, it's it's not bad. So, kudos to play your first games, but the gameplay is is as simple as it could get. It's even more simplified than Smash, if if, if that could be, even be possible. But. Um, You basically have probably 8 to 12 attacks around there, somewhere in there, where Smash, I think you could get up to 15 to 16. So you would think the reduction of the amount of versatility in moves characters have would reduce the competition and kind of make everybody feel the same. But every character, every character, Feels completely different, and that is what separates everything. Superman does not feel like Batman. Does not feel like Wonder Woman. Does not feel like Rain Dog. Does not feel like um, Jake or Flynn. Or none of them have similar moves. None of them have similar. All the actions you do to uh, execute the moves are all the same. You know, your your up up bees and you know up airs and all that stuff. All the same. Just like Smash but the, all the way the moves are executed completely different, which cannot be said about Smash. Smash, from 64, Mario and Luigi, very similar. The attacks hit differently, but they look similar. And now we're all the way at Smash Ultimate. You got copycat characters. You got characters with different skins. You got There's a lot of similarities. You got three different links. So there's a lot of similarities between... The characters you can choose from, there is zero of that in multiverses. And that's why the limited moveset compared to Smash or even Nickelodeon allows, I guess, more intense competition, at least for that game. Uh, it, it is not boring at all. It doesn't get stale. Uh, of course... You'll see some moves that continually get used on over by people. Yes, that could get stale, but their move sets are not stale. So, um, it, it works really well. The, I guess when we talk about the live service part, I would have to say at this point, I think earning the in game currency probably does take too long at this point. Um, before I was kind of in between, I wasn't sure. I do think at this point it does take a little too long.
1: What you does the do.
0: So you could buy characters. you could buy okay. skins, you could buy announcers, you could buy um, you could buy several several different things. Some things you can only buy with uh, the glemium which is the purchasable uh, income. Uh, other, m- most everything else you can buy with coins. There are, there are some things you can only buy with the gleamium. Um, but everything that matters, you can buy with coins. Uh, like all the announcers, for example, you can only buy with gleamium. It's only a hundred. So you, that's basically a dollar. So it's, it's not too bad, but, uh, other things like skins, some skins you can buy with coins, some skins you can only buy with gleamium. Um, there's a Batman skin that's twenty dollars, right? So other yeah. skins are like seven dollars. So I don't know why certain skins cost more than others, but you know, that's that's kind of the setup that they got right now.
2: Now the characters so, the characters are I'm assuming those can all be earned, uh, and I would assume they could also be bought. Is it both or is it one of those where you have to earn the characters through the coin?
0: Yeah, you have to earn the characters through the coin. It's not like Smash, where if you play, you know, sixty matches, you unlock a character. It's nothing like that. Like you have to earn coins, and then once you get enough, you can purchase it.
2: Now, could you go around that and purchase the characters?
0: Yeah, you could buy it. Okay, you could buy them if you wanted to. But you can earn all. You don't have to. You can earn all of them. But that's what I I curious about. Yeah, that's the rub, though. So the the least expensive characters are fifteen hundred. The most expensive are three thousand. So the to get to 1500 you're probably going to have to play about two and a half hours to get to 3000 you're probably going to have to you know double that to you know five plus hours and that's really also depending that
1: bad. it's
0: not that yeah, bad it's not Darth but Vader from
1: uh star wars uh battlefront 2 i mean that's that yeah. was egregious that was like how, 40 how, to 50 hours to unlock one character
0: yeah so it's not nearly that bad um I would say it's probably shorter than Apex Legends earning a character in that game, but um, it, it, it feels like a long time because what happens at the end of a match is you, you see how many, how many coins you earn and how many uh, experience points you get towards your battle pass. And so what you'll see is victory, nine coins. You know, <laughs> match experience. Nine coins. (laughs) Oh, you played a full three set match. Great. Here's nine more coins. So you're like, you're looking at it, and maybe you'll end a match and get 32 coins total. (laughs) It looks like it's going to take a really long time to get this thing. But the matches (laughs) generally last five minutes. So they're not long. Now, I will say, when you get to matches, where it's more competitive and more people are bobbing and weaving and you know trying to be more selective about when they attack and stuff, they can go on a little bit longer, but generally, the matches aren't super long i, w- I would actually say they're they're shorter than smash matches. so it all evens out. It's just as you're as you're looking at this screen and you're seeing the meter move ever so much and your coins just <laughs> go up by thirty something you're like, oh God, this is. This is going to take a, a while. Um, but I, I do feel like if you're a person who's trying to just unlock all the characters so you can, you know, do whatever you want to do with them, it's probably going to take a long time. And I guess that's where i I feel like, yeah, it could feel like it, 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 it's too much grind to play to unlock the characters. If you're like me and you pretty much play one or two characters, I'm already at 3000 coins again after, you know, four and a half, five hours of playing. I'm good. So if there's a character that comes out, um, I think Rick and Morty are going to come out fairly soon. If they're 3000 coins, cool. I'm good. And I'll probably get those 3000 coins back pretty, pretty quick, but that's because I only play one character every yeah. character has it its own like experience battle pass basically and at level 5 they get 100 you can get 100 coins but once you pass that like that's it so day 1 or first win of the day you get 100 coins passing a, a character's uh, level 5 mark you get 100 coins once you run out of that stuff yeah that's that's when it's like it feels like the grind and again that's if you're winning consistently where you could do it. If you're not, and you're not that great, then it could feel really bad. So, I get it.
2: Yeah, my only worry would be eventually a character releases that breaks the meta, so to speak. And then everybody's kind of feels forced to buy as quick as they can. Like you said, if it takes too long to earn a character, then you've got a lot of people who feel forced into having to buy it, kind of pay-to-win-ish. I I know it's not necessarily pay-to-win, but
0: just yeah, the, the intent is beca- to win. It could be yeah.
2: the fact that it could become that way is a yeah. little bit kind of worrying. Yeah, I guess everybody's
1: uh, destroying people with Bugs Bunny. I guess Bugs Bunny is like the monster character right now. Yeah,
0: Bugs Bunny, Tom and Jerry, and Finn right now are the the and and Finn is really the one of the monster characters because he works really well online because his hit boxes and hurt boxes are so wonky. So. You know, and then you put lag into that. Sometimes you're getting hit, and you're like, "That that should not have hit me at all." So, in, in, in any normal circumstance, he'll hit you in weird ways anyway. But especially online, if you got a laggy match, it gets really funky. So, but overall, um, I'm having a great time with it. I can't put it down. So, I am thoroughly. Sweet. Yeah, and it is free. It's free on all the platforms uh, that matter. And
2: apparently, it's the number one game on the Steam Deck right now.
0: On the Steam, Steam Deck, Deck. Yeah,
2: I think I read that somewhere. Yeah, everybody's grabbing Multiverse and playing it on the Steam Deck. It's except a, it's maybe Ron.
0: <laughs> it's a very, very solid game. You can tell they wanted to make sure it it was a functional, good fighting game out the gate, and that's. That's what it is. Of course, it's not without faults. None of these games like this are going to be without faults, especially competitive games like this. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's not a zany smash. There's no items. Every stage is pretty neutral. So you have some stages where there's gaps. You'll have to fight around. Um, I know one Scooby-Doo stage, the Haunted Mansion, you can flick a lever and it like drops part of the platform down to create a gap. So you can manually like mess with that, which could mess with people's jumps and things like that. Um, but yeah, other than that, lots of flat stages with three platforms and, you know, that, that kind of s- standard stuff. So it's, it's very much less zany than Smash, but functionally it is Smash
2: think it's really impressive that it, it kind of had that apex legends come out of nowhere and yeah. just was just like uh, especially because anything that is licensed like this you could very easily see this being half done oh so yeah that's why this is impressive is because yeah it's licensed but it's real good <laughs> and even dropping new characters in it from what i've heard from you they're not killing the game by putting in these different like like you said a lot they're all different which is a tough i mean we've seen how many sword characters in smash so it's really nice to see them uh, a good fight Uh, especially this is the studio's first try as far as i understand
1: yeah that does not suck for first for first game no it does not at
0: all and of course, it's a live service game, so they're going to keep on adding to it. They're going to keep on changing things, tweaking things. Uh, they're open to adjusting, you know, battle pass stuff, all of that. So um, it's, uh, it's a solid start. It is one of those examples to me that says, you know, just because a game is live service doesn't mean it's automatically garbage. You, you know, you got to. It's a, it's a very good game. Again, it's not perfect, um, but to me, I mean, it's, it's as solid as it can get for, for a game, you know, that's just been under the radar with a few closed alphas and a closed beta and an open beta. So, it's... Uh, yeah, I just think about, I
1: you know, how many, how many properties DC owns. I mean, the DC Extended Universe is a mess, but there's so many characters that they can draw from. Yeah. I mean, well, it's, it's an almost unlimited pool. It's insane well just what wb in
2: general owns i mean there's a crap time i mean they may not own things everything for a long time at this point <laughs> with how <laughs> things are going over at wp but hey yeah. they've got a lot they can pull from if they really want to keep this game going
1: yeah I just, the I thing look is at the, i look at the success of games like smite smite was a dead game completely dead and then they started going, Hey, you know, all right, these, these gods that we put out are pretty cool, but what if we were to hook up with some of these other companies and start putting license stuff in there? I mean, you got everything yeah. from Slipknot to, you know, uh, transformers now. I mean, it's completely nuts. The, the skins that they sell for that game. And again, you're looking at a game that, that looks and feels old, but they keep reskinning it in a way that keeps people coming back and, and it's awesome. So this yeah. could be that.
0: No, this will be that and better. Easily. Very cool. They haven't even added villains, right? And (laughs) especially if you're looking at the Batman universe, like, that's known for its villains. They haven't added one villain yet. Uh, I guess maybe you could consider Holly Quinn one. But... Kind of. Yeah. Kind of an anti-hero villain, whatever. But... After, I mean, no Joker, no, you know, no, nothing like, that. like imagine if they added Two-Face, right? Like there's just all these different variables <laughs> they can add. They haven't, you know, added any of the other DC superheroes that are lesser known. Um, you know, they stuck with the big three, you know, Superman, Batman and Wonder Woman. So, and then uh, all the other properties that they add, they have so much to pull from. And as much as the... Move sets are definitely inspired by Smash. Like you could tell, Shaggy's um, Flutter Kick exactly like Yoshi. You know, stuff like that. Um, the fact that they made Rain Dog uh, a completely original character and fits right into this whole thing makes me. Uh, I'm really interested to see what what kind of. Other move sets they're going to create with, you know, the other characters they're going to add. So, uh, there uh, WB's got a lot of uh, goodness that could come from this if uh, if they allow Player First Games to do the work that they need to do. So far, seems seems like that's the case. That's so that great. is Multiverses. That is developed by Player First Games and published by WB Games. Now, David, you uh, played another game on the PlayStation Plus Collection. Yes, I Talk did. Talk to us about Tony Hawk.
2: <laughs> yeah, right now PlayStation is trying to get as many Activision things as they can before that uh, pipeline has been, is shut down.
0: <laughs> That's a great point. Because <laughs> we That's had Crash great...
2: last month. That's now, true. And now Tony Hawk this month.
0: That's a very so, good
2: point. Uh, I've got to play around with the Tony Hawk One and Two Remaster. Let me start out with this. It looks fantastic. This game looks and functions fantastic. Like the gameplay plays really well. Uh, I, I, I did not play a lot of them as a kid, so I don't know soundtrack wise oh, if they you missed- have the same soundtrack or whatnot. Uh, but the soundtrack sounds good as far as I can tell. Uh, I've been messing around with it and whatnot, and the This is kind of the second of the, this is just not my kind of game, but I'm willing to give it a try because it's on PlayStation Plus, except this time, your boy was like, this is still not for me. (laughs) And it's not because I don't like it. it. It's because I'm not good at it. Uh It is very, like, the, the learning curve, I don't know if it's just me, but the learning curve seems so high. I am constantly falling flat on my face. The tutorial stage has broken teeth and blood all over it at this point from how many times I tried to do a whatever spin around trick and then just landed wrong. And it, there are so many combinations. I kind of feel bad because I played the first the first park I guess and the cool thing is they're really at least in Tony Hawk 1 because I didn't really get a chance to mess around with 2. Tony Hawk 1s are very contained areas, the the levels I guess that you play and it's pretty much I do different objectives inside here and
0: after you do letters, that, yeah, all that do all
2: that. And then when you get four of these objectives done, you can move on to the next part. Thank God you don't have to do four. Like as soon as you do it, you're done with it, and you can restart and then do the next objective because there's no way in two minutes I was ever going to do four things. My high score was fourteen thousand points. yeah, low. which is awful. That
0: is terrible, I I'm mean, it was lie. awful. Yeah, that's that's.
2: And the only way I did that was because I kept doing, as Scott Pilgrim said, a grindy thingy.
0: Yeah, I kept doing just, a grindy thingy, grind and I would just I
2: jumped off of it and would do a real quick kickflip, and it's like, yeah, 4, 000 yeah. free points, and then that's I would try to right do there. a. Then I would try to do it a different way and then fall on my face off of the grindy thingy and lose the 6,000 points that I was supposed to get. It would be called a
0: rail. And then- <laughs> there's a real name for that.
2: <laughs> but then but then it's like, even when I finally got to like filled up my special bar by doing enough consecutive things, I was like, sweet, I can do this. And I went up and hit it. And I'm like, oh, I know the button combination. Guess who fell on his face and did not collect 6,000 points? This guy. (laughs) So I went at a
0: whopping 20,000. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, let's just put it this way I I probably played that level for 30 minutes before I actually unlocked it. And it's two minutes at a time that you play it. If you had a minute for all the time I spent just, you know, jumping through menus to get (laughs) restarted and whatnot. I mean, that puts me at about 10 tries to get fourth. I mean, I probably got it within like eight tries, but still I kept playing it to see if I could do anything better. It did not get any better from there. Uh, (laughs) It's not for me, but I will say this, as far as skating games go, this is, I see why everybody praises this game. Like as a, as a, this has to be, uh, obviously there's a lot of nostalgia in the background for a lot of people who grew up with that game. And you're getting all of it back because the game feels like it belongs today. And I love just it. Maybe I'm assuming I'm wrong about I'm not wrong about this, but all the updates that they've done with it with just allowing you to have online all the online multiplayer and the the different challenges that they have where you can earn points for doing things as you progress through these level uh, things that don't have anything to do with the level, but tricks you're doing and stuff like that. like just. Fantastic quality of life add-ins that you d- that you can take advantage of, or you can not take advantage of. So just applause to the poor studio who no longer exists to make Tony Hawk games. I think it's now that was something that kind of brought me back, as I got to see the Activision logo spinning around when I started it up. So that was like, oh yeah, man, I'm back in my Spider Man two days.
0: Oh God, yeah, <laughs> yeah, so,
2: but. Yeah, uh, what what was it? Vicarious Visions who did that one? Yes, if I'm right, uh, rip Vicarious yep. Visions and they're moving on to other pastures because they made. It, let's just say it this way: their last hurrah was was a bang <laughs> because it's not for me. I think it's fun, but man, it, it's 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 definitely the best skating game out right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, you. Uh... <laughs> You paid the price with your face in the game, so oh, it's, God it's God. certainly a banger for you. Nobody,
2: people already don't recognize Tony Hawk. They're not going to recognize him anymore after what I did to him on that training. Yeah,
0: course. yeah. <laughs> uh, I've always appreciated how this game was so arcadey, even when it came out, and fr- and it still took some level of precision and like get goodness <coughs> to really get the most out of it. I've always loved that. It wasn't so arcadey that it was, you know, California speed in the arcade games and just nutty, kind of not nonsense stuff. But it was like, yeah, you could you could jump three hundred thousand feet up in the air and like pull off six hundred tricks. You still gotta land it though. You know, so like, and the way you have to balance yourself and things like that. It's all very simple to. To do, but it is not simple to execute all the time, depending on you know how used to the controls and stuff you are. So, I I love that game as one. Me and my brother used to play uh two in particular quite a lot, and yeah, just we were not good at it either. But you know, more than fourteen thousand good—that's for sure. We could certainly land and string some tricks. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, compared to people who truly, truly, truly love this game, not not great, but, yeah, still, still enjoyed it so much.
1: So, I got to say, I am very, very good at it. Um, it's not behind me. I was looking to see if I had it behind me, but normally behind me, you can see a Tony Hawk's board that uh, was signed by the entire Neversoft team. Uh, I went out to an event and absolutely crushed everybody at the event by a significant margin. Oh, wow. And they gave me a skateboard and they had all the pros sign it and all the, the development teams sign it. Nice. So yeah, it's one of my prized possessions, but yeah, I, I'm a, a multimillion point scoring type for that game. So I've, I have put entirely too many hours into it.
2: Well, um, now there's the no reason for me, for me to try
1: this at all. <laughs> <laughs> the, thing, the thing for me though was the soundtrack. I mean, the soundtrack was. Yeah, there's so many bands that I never would have heard of if not for Tony Hawk, I and mean, they're just like bands I, like Alien Ant Farm. Who the hell is Alien Ant Farm? And then I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, I can dig this. I can dig this track. And then you know now I like a bunch of their songs. Th- that's not a band that I'd have I'd have found otherwise. So the soundtrack's really the magic for me yeah you gotta I, good, I, man. come on <laughs> i'm
0: pretty sure um tony hawk was probably one of the bigger catalysts of the uh i guess for artists of putting their music in games yeah because besides i mean even with madden and fifa there was licensed tracks and things like that and you know uh I forget what the label was that EA was using for a while. I don't know if it, it wasn't EA music, but it, EA tracks, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. And so EA tracks would be, you know, in need for speed and, you know, different things like that, like that would be their label. But even still, it didn't hit quite the same as what Tony Hawk had with all the, because it was, it wasn't just music. It was the right music. It was, yeah. this is what somebody was skate to. Right. Yep. And I think that, changed the game for licensed music for uh, for for games that cared about adding licensed music in it and wasn't all the time with EA you know just just putting what's popular what what's, could be I mean and Madden I look at, didn't I, hit
2: all the time as someone who no, bought a lot of Madden it did not hit all the time
0: it didn't because they were just adding I mean popular stuff you know pe- what people liked some some other random stuff maybe you hadn't heard of. Either, but it wasn't Madden. It didn't feel like something somebody who was out in the park playing football would listen to. Um,
1: I reviewed every single one of the UFC games, including the ones from from EA. I can't tell you a single song on any of them, not one. Yeah, they all had popular music soundtracks, but I can't tell you a single track. But I can yeah, probably and recite I, off the top of my head, the Tony Hawk stuff.
0: Yeah, I I. Uh, I do remember, I think it was FIFA 19. I do remember like being at a friend's house and like, it was on in the background. And I was like, there's some good songs on here. I don't know. if These are FIFA songs. (laughs) You know, like, I just know if the soccer players would listen to this. which when you get into that kind of sports stuff, where it's more like broad and millions of people play this game. Like I, I, I get the nuance of trying to add music. So I'm not trying to negate that, but with something like Tony Hawk, it's like, It's ability to be so specific. They knew their audience. This is a skaters game. So we know what the skaters love. Yeah. Fantastic. I don't even listen to rock that much. And I was like, yeah, I'm feeling these songs. I like this.
2: Yeah, Funny enough, EA didn't do that bad with the arena football soundtrack. (laughs) Well, well, to me personally. It's a very obscure football (laughs) game.
0: <laughs> uh, they didn't to me they didn't do that bad with Need for Speed Most Wanted uh, the one Black Box developed. I actually really like the the music they added that for that game. I, uh, the Underground series for the music they uh, added for the Underground Need for Speeds were was good. So, yeah, it, they hit sometimes, but it seems like the more niche stuff like probably easier to find music for. But, but that
2: it all it all kind of rolls together to remind us that music is an art in video games just as much as it is in movies and TV shows and how having the right thing sets the move perfectly. Oh, uh, yeah. I also I've heard I think recently that apparently Watch Dogs Legion had an indie station on their radio station or whatnot that kind of helps some people get discovered and that's just stuff like that when you take yeah. the time to think about those ideas. You can it's like you said, there's people you'd have never listened to their tracks, if not for Tony Hawk. Yep. When you can engage in ways like that, it's just really cool. And especially when you've got the ability that you do now to update games, you can add tracks, you can add things, you can do things to really just bring music even further than it ever has before
0: yeah watchdogs legion uh they ubisoft partnered with uh, joseph gordon levitt's um oh, yeah 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 his company hit record hit record yeah hit record
2: hit record whatever it is <laughs> uh
0: I, I i think it might be hit record but either way <laughs> they partnered with his company to add like different artists in there and yeah it's the same thing it was like man like and some of the songs are good and legion's soundtrack is actually pretty decent um you know, they mix up all the, the EU and UK artists as well. So, you know, you definitely find some new stuff. But, yeah, you're right. It is an art. It's an art to find good licensed music for a game. And it's obviously an art to create great music for a game originally. So that's Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, uh, published by Activision. And uh, developed by the no longer here, Vicarious Visions. All right. was uh,
2: busy pouring one out. <laughs> yeah.
0: Don't blame you. Uh, a toast to Vicarious Visions. <laughs> um, I have also been playing Forza. <laughs> more Forza. Speaking of licensed soundtracks and whatnot. But the Hot Wheels DLC. Yeah, I've got to play more of that. I did talk about that two episodes ago. But I at that point, I only played about an hour. I've played much more of it now. And, oh, my gosh, this is so much fun. This, <laughs> I, it might be better than Forza Horizon 5, like, the game itself. Um, my favorite part is they have gone and they, they just said, we're just going to make uh, real-life F-Zero at this point. So the Forza Horizon 3's Hot Wheels, that was fun because it was novel racing on the you know the orange track and stuff you're hitting the boost pads and all that stuff i don't remember it being so corkscrewy and loopy and you know you're you're dipping and it all it feels like you're riding a roller coaster that's the exact feeling it is as you are driving through these tracks to the point where sometimes i feel my stomach dropping like i were on a roller coaster because you're going so fast and you're going up and you're going steep down and then you're looping and then you're corkscrewing at the same time and only Xbox
2: had the dual sense.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I don't know what that feels like, so I don't know what I'm missing, so don't tell me so I don't miss any more, but what I have right now is fantastic. I absolutely yep. love it. And yeah, they 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 figured out how to design this obviously. It's just one large track um, that is absolutely huge and figured out a way to make it so you can go fast without just boost pads. So the interesting thing about the way you progress though, in this is you progress by class. So typically in Forza horizon, you can pretty much race any class that you want. Um, there are races specific to those classes, but you can, you know, if you, if you feel like doing a, you know, S1 class race, you can do that. If you want to race A class or B class or whatever, there are races available where you can do that. And there's nothing stopping you basically from being able to do that. Some, some of the races, you can just switch the class and your, or, you know, switch your car to the class that you want and race that way. And the game will adjust. And this you start off at the B-Class, and you cannot move up to the A-Class until you've finished all the B-Class-style objectives. So what that does is it allows you to get used to racing on the Hot Wheels tracks because they are corkscrewy, they are loopy, and so you, you get a sense of that. So the whole gimmick is you'll you'll start off at a decent pace and then but you got to earn your speed. So that that's kind of what they're getting at. So your your time at B to A class is is not long. You actually can get to the the much faster cars pretty short on so it's as as much as I thought it was weird that they're gatekeeping you in a class. You don't really stay at the slower cars too long. But even still as you're racing with the slower cars because of the way the tracks are designed, you're still going fast a lot of the time. It's just you have more control over what's going on because they're slower, so it helps. But man, once you get to the S1 class, oh my gosh, oh that's that's where it feels real good because that's where it starts feeling like a roller coaster because now you're experiencing everything at its near fastest and yeah, I... There's, there's a clip I'm going to show as I'm talking about this, and you're just going to see just what I'm talking about because it's really hard to explain if you haven't played it. But if you've ridden some fast, windy roller coasters, imagine that as your experience of playing the Hot Wheels <laughs> DLC. And uh, they even go up to X-Class. I don't even know what that is. So I am anxious to get to that point. But at this point, I am, I am confident in saying i this is the best dlc that i that they have put out um in all of forza horizon history and it's a uh,
2: humongous expansion from what i understand like it's it's an actual like it almost feels like its own game
0: yeah it is it is it's it's basically what you do in forza horizon and they've even added the the story element that they introduced in forza horizon 5 so they added that to hot wheels so they have some segments where you have to race through the story in order to progress. And you're learning about the history of hot wheels as you are driving on these hot wheels tracks. So, uh, you know, whether or not you enjoyed that part, I don't mind it. Um, I haven't remembered anything cause I'm also just focused on the speed and this, everything going on. But, uh, yeah, it is an interesting
1: background at that speed, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just hard to listen because you're so yeah, focused.
0: Yeah. Um, but I, I do think it's an interesting idea. I kind of like that they've added this, this little almost historical story type of thing going on where somebody's talking to you. I, I did like it. I did like the concept of what they were doing with Mexico and introducing people to the different culture and what you're racing in and race culture in Mexico and things like that because uh, not a lot of people know about Mexico's race culture and stuff. So I thought that was a really cool idea. So they just did that with Hot Wheels. And uh, yeah, there are some things I did not know about Hot Wheels that I'm, that I'm learning. I just can't remember off the top of my head right now. So it's cool. So it's a, it's a smaller, compact version of that. I'll probably be done in probably another four hours. But yeah, it's, 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 not, it's pretty beefy. It's pretty beefy. So that's Hot Wheels. Uh, well, that's the Hot Wheels expansion for Forza Horizon 5. Developed by Playground Games, so uh, I think that is all of it this week. So, um, yeah. So it's a a lot of stuff that was, and next week's going to be just as busy if I uh I recall. So, uh, you'll want to stay tuned for that, Ron. I don't know if you told us what's the what was the score for uh two point campus. Uh, 85 85. so go okay. check that out on GamingTrend.com uh, Yakuza, Yakuza like
2: sorry 95 it was yeah. very highly reviewed
0: yeah and uh, the other David David Flynn reviewed the uh, Hot Wheels DLC for Forza and I don't remember the score he gave that one Ron do you know David do you know
2: I can pull it up really quick and tell you. All right. I like to keep myself ready for all of this stuff.
0: I forgot to look it up before I started <laughs> this, but I know he rated it highly as well. It so. was
2: a 90, which very much like you mentioned, it completely deserves it. I have not heard anything bad about it. And I love, Fantastic. the. Hot, I really enjoyed the Hot Wheels game. So you just throw one of the best games of last year into one of the most fun things to do (laughs) and smash them together. Yeah. Oh, one thing I do
0: want to mention about the hot wheels. You wonder riding around on an orange track all the time. Does it get grating to the eyes? No, because you're riding through on icy mountains and forests and waterfalls and deserts. So your scenery is constantly changing. So you're not necessarily always focused on this road. And to be fair, when you're in forza Horizon Five, you're mostly riding around on blacktop, so it's fine.
1: There you're you always go.
0: staring at the same ground. Um, yeah, so that'll do it for us today. Thank you, Ron, for joining us. I There's don't know. Thanks for having Ron. Ron has uh been going through some stuff, so he found yeah. the energy to join us. Talk to us about lots two of, point campus.
1: Lots of COVID coughing. I tried to suppress that as much as I could and also recovering from surgery, so I'm a little run down. Sorry about that. No, you did fantastic.
0: I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Well, hopefully we'll have you back. Uh, Yes, and we'll be back next week. We got a lot of games to talk about next week. It's going to be a good week, so stay tuned for that. Also, you can join us on our Discord, which will be featured in the YouTube description and also the podcast app description, whatever app you are using, so check us out there if you'd like to tell us what you've been playing or uh, talk to us about uh, the games we talked about today, uh, particularly multiverses. You know, I'm all over that game right now, so if you want to talk some multiverses, this is the guy right here. So uh, my name is Anthony Shelton. That is Ron Burke, and that is David Burdett. We'll talk to you later. See ya.